Welcome into another Victory Monday. Yeah, I feel like we're getting we're getting used to these Victory Mondays here on the Morning Scramble presented by Verizon Wireless. I'm your host, Felipe Corral Jr., joined by Jody Jackson, all the way from Dallas. Can you guys believe that? Craig Grillo and Rolando Cantu. Guys, how are we feeling today? Jody, we'll start off with you. Oh my, feeling good. Yeah, I guess you could say um, you're scouting the uh, building for the January 2nd matchup. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a road game that we'll all be excited for. But yeah, this, it's amazing, guys. I I'm sure you're all feeling like I am. Just another road win. Um, you know, it was a unique one. It wasn't, uh, it's funny, I I'm not really going to call it an ugly win because there were a lot of pretty plays out there. Uh, there were some ugly things in the rain and the, and the cold and um glad all of uh all of the cardinals uh staff and all you guys on the sideline made it back uh nice and warm back to the state of arizona but another game where this cardinals team just proved felipe that they can do it kyler murray can play in bad weather uh he can make some enough good plays and the defense just out there converting getting those four interceptions unbelievable job Week 13, Craig, the Cardinals take that 33-22 to 22 victory on the road. It started raining. You know, a lot of the guys on the video production team were, you know, sh sending us texts about how the rain's coming into their eyes. They're having trouble, you know, filming and everything. But that defense giving that offense great field position under those circumstances, what's that tell you about that defense? Well, first of all, I, I don't know what anyone was complaining about the weather. I mean, I was in shorts, 67 degrees here in Arizona <laughs> in the Radio Network studio, so I was perfectly fine. I was dry. It was all good. So I enjoyed my vantage point from Sunday's 33-22 win. But look, another adverse situation, dealing with challenges this season, and now weather conditions, and another question answered. How would this team respond after the bye week? 0-2 under head coach Cliff Kingsbury before Sunday's win. So this team continues to answer every single challenge and every single question that either we or nationally put before them. And once again, the Cardinals come out on top. Rolando, the big boys, uh, that off offensive line, they love these type of games. The run game, 137 rushing yards by the Arizona Cardinals, a season-high 59 rush yards from Kyler Murray. James Conner doing what he does. What did that run game do for that offense? Well, first of all, when I saw the big boys come out with no sleeves, I said, okay, it's on. It's going to be a dog fight. These guys are going to line up and just go at it. And that's, that's what they did. I love the interior play. I think Sean Harlow... Max Garcia, Rodney Hudson are getting into a group. Obviously, it showed up in the running game. And for sure, I mean, it, it dictated the way the game went. And it wasn't it wasn't a, an easy game by far, guys. I mean, once you you were – I was analyzing the, the battle inside the trenches. These guys were going at it every single time. There was some chirpiness at the end of every single play. There was that extra push. I mean, you really had to play fundamental sound football in order for you to get reach your blocks. And I think they did that. And for me, it was more, Felipe, like – Okay, Kyler's coming back. We knew warm-ups. He was already there. Darren was already reporting from Solder Field. We saw what uh, the Cardinals put out on social media, which led us to believe that he was going to be out, out there, you know, as a starting role. And then we know we knew D-Hop was out there. I said, for me, it was, okay, I want to see these guys get back into rhythm. Let me see how how long it takes them. It didn't take them long, guys. That tells me that this, this team is solid, believes in the system, believes in what they're doing, and there's a lot of confidence right now. 
I mean, the offensive line wasn't the only, I guess, position group that was getting you know, down and dirty. Cliff Kingsbury also, you know, he cut his lip. He was getting that hype on the sideline that he bumped into did, did Lecky Fultz. Did you see Lecky Fultz's reaction? Like, he oh, was my like, God, Coach, I'm sorry, Coach. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to hit the Cliff, big boss. You can hit anybody. King, yeah. Houston, a water guy. I mean, the trainers, everything acceptable because it, it's live action out there. But you hit the big boss. You hit the head coach. You better make sure you apologize which Lecky Fortune did. And that was a first for Kingsbury. And during his uh, post-game victory speech, he also gave a lot of first type of game balls, uh, a lot of different guys. Let's hear from Cliff Kingsbury, and maybe y'all will be surprised with the game balls that he gave out. Cliff, what's up? A lot of guys making plays, right? Up first, first career INT, number 94. Big time, big time clutch punt when we needed it to change the momentum. 58 yard punt down at the one yard line. Ten tackles, INT Jalen Thompson. Ah! This one, all right, INT 77 yard return. Mm. Hopefully, a kid tonight. Uh Buda Baker. Here we go. Father, number 58, 12 tackles, Jay Hicks. Then we got this one, all right? Reached 10,000 passing yards, fourth quickest in NFL history, and the fastest player in NFL history with 60 passing. We got a guy who tucked it out, really proud of him, man, was banged up, not feeling great, had an INT and a sack, B-Murph. Last one, last one. All right, Arizona Cardinals, they originate in Chicago. All right, it's Michael's birthday tomorrow. Stay together and follow the plan. Cardinals on three. Four. One, two, three. Cardinals! Andy Lee, JT, AJ, so many new type of game balls. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but it always really like puts me in a good mood when Andy Lee gets a game ball. And that's because of field position. I feel like this entire game was dictated off of great field position. And that was another example. Andy Lee, man, give it up for him. I think it's the first time we have a punter given, you know, the game ball. There's a lot of people. He got it. He's like, he's like, okay, coach, put it right, right behind him in the locker. He's like, let me, let me go take a shower. I want to get yeah, out. Let me go take a shower. It's Andy Lee, right there. He's a businessman. He gets things done on the field, man. I love that. All that, all, all these like, game balls, Felipe, throughout the every every week that we've been talking about him. I feel that they're just getting even better, man, because, I mean, you're, you're, you're looking for the players that not only shine but also contribute on the back end. That's what Coach Kingsbury is all about. It's the little details, right, Jody? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, yesterday's game was, again, another example of the bottom line, getting it done. It was, it was messy at times, um, certainly on the Bears side of things. Um, but the Cardinals showed once again, they can take advantage and they did bring that physicality again. It was, and, and, you know, Rolando, the guys in the trenches, it starts there, but again, 
uh, that defense in general, the linebacking core that, you know, you look at, at what JT and Buddha did and, and really everybody brought that physicality, even in the defensive backfield. So um, that was going to be really important in this game. And it was, I mean, again, this team, it's so impressive. Um, you know, we didn't really get to evaluate. I don't think Felipe, if there was a lot of rust on Kyler, because I think that he couldn't throw the ball the way that he wanted to, you could see it was slipping out of guys' hands. Um, but from what we did see on the plays that worked and him running the ball, like you said, um, 10 carries for him or 10 rushes for him for 59 yards. I mean, um, pretty good coming back after missing as much time as he did. Very, very impressive. Craig, what'd you like about seeing DeAndre Hopkins in limited action? Obviously, we're going to touch on his performance, on his touchdown and everything. But just from a feeling perspective, what did it, what it make you feel just to see him out there, you know, running, stretching out, warming up? Uh, catching a, a couple of passes. I was actually surprised he played as many snaps as he did. I mean, he played more snaps than any other wide receiver, but it's just the presence of him on the field. Regardless if he's 100% or 50%, you have to account for number 10. And I think that's what we saw on Sunday and what we didn't see during those three games that he missed. Just his presence alone defenses have to slide their coverage over to his side of the field a little bit more and that opens up everyone else now there weren't a lot of pass attempts because short fields you don't need to pass the ball a lot but I think you'll see that more over these last five games having DeAndre Hopkins on the field regardless of what his production is with stats that more than anything else is just having him on the field means a lot to the offense and there's a lot of a ton of good plays under that climate, under those type of circumstances. But let's get to a couple of our favorites. Let's get into our That's My Jam. Jody, what was your favorite play? Well, Felipe, you will like this because on this show, since the beginning of the season, you've been preaching the importance of DeAndre Hopkins. Craig just mentioned it as well. His presence out there. And, you know, what's amazing to me with this first play, this touchdown, this was my jam, you know, uh, we saw the ball sliding out of Andy Dalton's hands. We saw the ball even sliding out of Kyler Murray's hands. And then I don't want to say out of nowhere, but I mean, you know, fourth down and these guys execute this play to perfection as if they were in the dome or were in perfect weather. And it just shows you again, the talent of Kyler Murray and Deandre Hopkins to make that happen. And I know all the D hop fantasy owners were thinking, man, this is going to be the start of a big day. <laughs> But um, it was not a big day numbers wise for DeAndre Hopkins. But I, Craig, really, you you hit on you hit it on the head. I mean, his presence out there, and it to me, it also opened up what Kyler did on the ground. Um, there are a lot of weapons. You add him in, he's the ultimate weapon, and it just loosens everything up. And we saw that. But yeah, that that play, that touchdown, announced to the world, the NFL world, and the universe that these guys are back. They are still executing at a really high level. Uh, two of the best in the NFL, if not, you know, some would say the best at their craft. And uh, they were back in that moment. And I think it got everyone excited. And even though it was going to be a little bit messy um, for the rest of the time, and that was early in the game, you're right, Rolando. I mean, that was like right out of the gate. So um, that was really exciting to see. Uh, jam, am I going to Craig on the jam? Give us your play, Craig. 
I got to tell you, Jody, first off, that decision by Kyler Murray to throw a deep shot on fourth and two in that situation, Who does I that? could, I, for me, it was too, too risky for me, but that's what separates good from great and a great play by a quarterback and a great play by a wide receiver. Now, my jam on the defensive side of the ball, the best takeaway by far of all the interceptions Zach Allen doing his best J.J. Watt impersonation, reading a screen pass, picking that ball off the air. Now, he didn't go all the way and score, and I know he's going to get some ragging from that, but I think Zach Allen, the cleanest interception, no deflection, no one got a hand on it. He did it all by himself. The team was able to capitalize on that interception and really seal the win. But Zach Allen, we lose sight. Same draft class as Kyler Murray. Year three for Zach Allen, and I think you're seeing now this year he's healthy and he is growing into his body and growing into his job, his role on this team. Very impressed by what Zach Allen has done, not only on Sunday, but this entire season. So for me, him and that play, my jam from Sunday. What about you, Orlando? Both of you, great jams. I mean, and obviously when we win, everything is good, right? Uh, you're right, Craig. Zach Allen's interception was something, you know, that nobody was expecting. And he will get some beef because he didn't score. So did Buda Baker. He got caught by Andy Dalton. But that's that's another gem that hopefully somebody else picks it up. For me, it has to be that short right pass to James Conner on the right side. I mean, that was – the touch was there. The protection was there. You even saw Kyler just kind of dial in and say, I'm going to put it right over the defender. He almost even touched it. And then that one-handed handed catch. And then the rest is, is all James Conner. I mean, as soon as he caught it, everybody started just putting up their hands. They knew nobody was going to stop. This guy is a force. You can't stop him, you know, on the first contact. And there was pretty much nobody there to challenge him. I think that was that just shows you how versatile James Conner is. Not Now defenses, believe me, once he they see him on these little wheel routes, on these little flat routes, they're going to be paying more attention because – that is a threat now going forward. Uh, obviously, he's a physical back. He's the he plays that bully ball that everybody you know likes here in the desert. So for me, that jam has to be my favorite play of the game. I'll top it off with that second Kyler Murray rush touchdown. But I mean, that's something that we've seen throughout throughout his first three years in the NFL. But I pay attention to the little details. Obviously, Kingsbury and co. have been setting up that read option touchdown. It's not something we've necessarily seen a whole lot throughout the season, which, again, credit to Kyler Murray. He's been killing it from the pocket, but they've been setting it up. You know, there's been a couple of times against, uh, I believe, Tennessee, I believe against Houston, yep. where they use that read option to score. And we haven't necessarily seen it much. He missed three games. He's been out for four weeks, including that bye. So we haven't seen a whole lot of that read option. And I feel like Cliff Kingsbury said, uh, y'all, y'all forgot about us? Bet. Let me show you this read option. And by far, my favorite part of that uh, specific play is seeing Zach Ertz out in front blocking for Kyler Murray. You know, coming into this organization, a lot of people talked about his pass catching ability, rightfully so, right? When you talk about Max Williams, we talk about his blocking ability. But just seeing Zach Ertz out in front, that just tells me that he's all in. Every player is all in this season, and it's starting to show 7-0 on the road. And just touching on your fantasy point, uh, Jody, this team – had a big fantasy day yesterday. We talk about this defense, four interceptions. 
James Conner, he had about 21 fantasy points yesterday. Kyler Murray, four total touchdowns. That gives you 30-plus points in fantasy or more. DeAndre Hopkins, even though he didn't have a big game, I mean, he still gave, gave people 12 points. So a big fantasy day for the Arizona Cardinals yesterday, heading into fantasy postseason. Obviously, y'all can tell I'm a big fantasy guy, and, like, that's all I'm paying attention attention to. You know, post-game, I'm looking at my phone and all that. So trust me, I know the stats. That'll do it for – that's my jam. Let's get into – Players that outperformed yesterday. Jody, give me your rise and shine, and I think I know who you're going with. Well, you know, I know the defense really was impressive, but I'm going to go back to Kyler Murray. He is going to be my rise and shine player of the game. Um, Guys, for a lot of the reasons we've already talked about, you know, going out there using his feet, the ankle looks good. Um, We did see some nice passes. He did only the stats don't look very, you know, you look at it, you say, Oh, what happened there? You know, 11, 15, you know, not many yards, but they had the short fields all day. He did what he had to do. He was part of four touchdowns. And you look at what the bears, look at how the first couple possessions went interception touchdown interception touchdown. So, you know, Kyler Murray was finding a way on that short field to lead his team and get those touchdowns. And uh, also shout out to him for some of the um, accolades that he has earned. And a lot of them were talked about. You heard uh, Cliff Kingsbury talk about it. uh, Fourth fastest to 10,000 yards. There's a couple other ones I wanted to mention here. Kyler Murray, this is courtesy of Mark Dalton. uh, Second rushing TD of the day was the 20th of his career. First player in NFL history to have 60-plus passing touchdowns. He's at 65 now. And 20-plus rushing touchdowns in his first uh, 41 career games. So we just continue to see Kyler. I know Rolanda's like, I'm processing that, right? Like, it's pretty impressive what he's been able to do in a short amount of time. And even missing a couple of games, you know, um, he said it after the game. He, he, he doesn't want to miss those games. And But in order to do what he does, um, I'm really glad the way that the Cardinals handled handled it. I mean, and I guess it's a collaborative effort, you know, everyone handled it together, the medical staff, Kyler himself. I mean, uh, he went out there in not ideal conditions and still was able to get it done. So bodes well for what we hope happens down the line here and what everyone sees uh, in the future for Kyler Murray. So Craig, how about you? Who was your player of the game? Yeah. K1, very efficient, Jody. There is only one player of the game because if you follow Max Williams on social media, he gives, this is now two straight games. He's given a to the max award. He gave it to Jordan Hicks and that is the rise and shine player of the game. 13 tackles, not only the most on the team, but the most in the game, two sacks. He has five now in his, on the season, which is a career high. And all you have to know is when Jordan Hicks wasn't on the field. It was that David Montgomery touchdown run early in the first half. He was not on the field and the Bears knew it and they exploited it and they scored. Jordan Hicks, I've said it before here on the morning scramble, the best move of the offseason, the move that was not made and that was getting rid of Jordan Hicks. They need this player this season. He is the quarterback of the defense and he keeps showing it week in and week out. So Jordan Hicks not only is the to the max award winner, but he is my rise and shine award winner here in week 13. So Rolando, again, it's Jordan Hicks, but who's your nominee? Oh, I love, I love your pick, man. Jordan Hicks was just, he was trying to punch every ball out on on that rainy field. I mean, that's effort. You don't coach that. Either you want to do it every single play or you don't. 
And Jordan Hicks definitely is a pillar of this team, not only the defense, people listen to him. So uh, good job there, Craig. For me, it's going to be James Conner. I got to go back to the to to the big back that I like uh, this year. He's been he's been killing it. He had 20 touches on the ground. And before the game, when you know it's raining outside, when you know it's windy, when you know you possibly might have you know snow rain, you want to make sure you tighten up your your ankles, right? You put a little, a little extra layer, Craig, of tape there because you know the ball's going to come your way. And once you're exiting the locker room, always the run game coordinator, the O line coach, will come up. And just don't well, he won't say nothing to you. He'll just tap you on the shoulder. That means you better get ready to work. And he did work. So for me, it was announced bad weather. James Conner's going to get touches. He's going to uh, go run at it. And he did. He had 20 for 75. But not only that, the impact he had. He only had two receptions in the in the passing game, but those were big receptions. One was for that big uh touchdown, the 23 yarder, and the other one just really moved moved the chains again. So when you have a back that is complete, that is willing to go out there in space and kind of line up and make sure he does his job under these conditions, I have to respect that. I see it in the offensive linemen. They they know that James Conner needs to be fed the ball, and it, it, it's 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 something that you have. It, it's a code of honor, man. You have to make sure you block for this guy. This guy will definitely be an impactful player the rest of the regular season and in the playoffs. I just want to say, Craig, I applaud you for – you know, you've adapted to the show because you didn't even give us a chance to name our, our our players of the game. You said, name your nominee. <laughs> so you had it already said that your player was the, the overall player of the game. So I do want to applaud you, Craig. Craig. Well, you know, I, I learned from the best, Felipe. I mean, it's your show. You take over at times. So I just figured I'd just sneak in whenever I can. Yeah, I try to troll my best as I can. You know, I, I try to use my power as a host to, you know, really – set foot and, and break the rules a little bit. But I do applaud you for uh, acclimating yourself to the show. I'll top it off with two guys. See, here I go. I'm breaking the rules. I'm going with the tandem, Buddha Baker and Jalen Thompson. I feel like people don't necessarily talk about them enough, which is surprising because Buddha Baker, obviously a pro bowler, JT, you know, he has 85 tackles on the season and two interceptions. That's only behind guys like Derwin James and Jamal Adams. So that goes to show you the type of season that Jalen Thompson is having. So don't be surprised if we see him in the pro bowl, uh, Buddha Baker. I did want to mention him because obviously he's one of the many veteran voices on that defensive side. He had an interception yesterday, and he's an expecting father. So I had to throw Buddha Baker in there. Buddha, congrats. Hope your baby comes out safely, and best of luck to you as a father. So that's it for our Rise and Shine. Uh, let's get into bring home, bringing home the bacon. Jody, the floor is yours. Seven are on the road, but home field advantage is important, right? It is, guys. And that's the one thing that I feel like, you know, this win, as great as it was, and, you know, again, unbelievable record 10 and 2. This season is playing out the way, you know, I think better than anyone expected, but just the way that you would want it to. Um, of course, it would have been great to get that win over Green Bay. But, you know, yeah, the road, I'm going to go, you know, I, I don't know if it's in order, but we all remember Titans game on the road to start the season. Very impressive. Rams, Jaguars. Browns, Seattle and the Niners. So you've got all the teams in the division. You've been able to beat them on the road. You've got um, the Bears win, obviously. And they've done it by 10 plus points in those games. I mean, they've been dominant. So the question is, how do you duplicate that at home? And why is it not happening? Because we've seen through the years, I mean, been covering this team for two decades. And 
you know, since moving into the new building, there's been quite a home field advantage. I mean, it's it's a great place to play. It's comfortable. I mean, heck, when they opened the building, even all the players from all the other teams, I think there was like a poll in Sports Illustrated and they're like, this is my favorite place to play. Uh, you know, it's a good track. It's you know a lot of good things about the stadium. So we don't debate that. We know that to be true. So I'm not sure if it's just they're on heightened awareness and alert about the details of the game, the energy. I think that's the one thing people always point to energy, but Rolando, I want to bounce it off you. I mean, as a former player, you know, how, how could this be happening? Because they have this game against the Rams coming up on Monday night and it's going to be an incredible stage once again for this team, Um, you know, prime time against a very good Rams team that looked good against the Jaguars. You know, a lot of teams have, they look like they're, you know, clicking again. How do, how do they turn this around at home? How do they come out and be dominant at home? Well, first of all, Jody, you talk about it in the O-line room, in the in the linebacker room. You have to make sure you point out that just the massacre you had this year at SoFi Stadium, that was good. That was the first time under Kingsbury that that thing happened, right? And you want to go back to the tape when it didn't happen. For those veteran players that are in the locker room, they're going to make sure they stay focused. Everybody needs to just do their job during the week. And it, it is important. You know, when you have a 10-2 and two record, I've never been a part of a 10-2 and two record my entire football career. Well, college, yeah, college, we were we were pretty dominant. But other than that, it, you have to make sure you you stay focused. And to have the, the, the game on a Monday night, a national international platform at home, you want to make sure everybody is aware of how the Cardinals are doing. And I think what the guys have done this year, the chemistry they've developed, the friendships they've developed, the accountability that that we issues that we had a couple of years back are no longer there. And you have to count on the Chandler Jones, on the Buddha Bakers, on the Jordan Hicks, on the Corey Peters to kind of say, hey guys, on the defensive side, we we got to make sure we're on point. And we have to make sure those road wings come back to our building. And and I think they're they're about to do it. Uh for sure it's going to be a battle. The Rams obviously have a little bit more rhythm coming on their offensive side. I see Matthew Stafford kind of you know developing like he was at the start of the season. So now it, it, it's it's a statement game, it, and it's nothing but that. You have to make sure, and I understand numerically, well, with the victory in Chicago, we kind of can, you know, we don't want to go that route. We want to make sure we take care of business in the division, and I think with the veteran presence we have, Jody, that'll come back to our building. We have to make sure we win at home. Yeah, I mean, Craig, I just, oh, go sorry. Go, Jordan. Go, go ahead, Jordan. No, I mean, platform. you know, I don't know if it's just the crazy thing is you are in all these uncomfortable situations with the weather or, you know, it hasn't been too bad with the weather all year. But, you know, is it a hopefully they're not comfortable at home. You, you want to be comfortable in a good way, but you want to be uncomfortable in that you are feeling like you have to be at your best. Right. And this team is really good at that. So, you know, hey, they have two losses it's really hard to do in the NFL. So I don't want to be too uh, critical for sure, but I just think it's been, maybe it's just that they've been so dominant on the road that it makes you say, wow, you know, could you just do that at home? And, and it's, and it's not that simple. Um, so we shall see. I mean, uh, it's a big week. I think they can absolutely, we know they can beat the Rams. Like Rolando said, you know, they've done it now. It was a challenge out there that was, you know, happening over the course of a couple of years. And you're saying, wow, can we beat this team? They did that. They were physical against them. And Felipe, I think that's, again, that's what it's got to be, the physicality that's necessary to beat the Rams. Last time we heard from Craig when the Cardinals lost at home to the Panthers, he brought that, you know, the thumping, the energy. Craig, what do you want to see from the team at home 
on Monday Night Football. Let me let me see a little bit of that of that thumping. Well, how about this? It was a suggestion that we got on Cardinal Talk on Sunday. And can we see the Cardinals in their road whites on Monday Night Football and change it up? It's just a suggestion. I mean, I know Kingsbury was asked earlier this season about you know can you. Can you make home, you know, as far as staying at a hotel, make it a little bit more structured at home as opposed to when you do it on the road? And I don't know if that would fly with the players and their families, but you got to do something different. And so why not wear your road whites on Monday Night Football? It's not going to happen, but it was a suggestion and, and not a bad suggestion that we got on the postgame show on Sunday. But, uh, hey, look, you, you win, you beat the Rams, you go up three games with four to play, you haven't, you haven't wrapped up the division, but you certainly put the Rams in the rearview mirror and maybe in a different state as far as trying to catch you to win the NFC West. So this is a crucial win because you always want to win the division. I know people focus on the number one seed, but you can't control the Packers. You can't control the, the Buccaneers. You can't control what the Rams do or what they don't do, and that is put them away, and the Cardinals can do that on Monday. You guys set it all up Monday Night Football, Week 14, divisional matchup. The Arizona Cardinals hosting the Los Angeles Rams. All the stars are coming out. Uh, Cooper Cub, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Chandler Jones. I mean, you name it, the stars are going to be out on Monday Night Football at State Farm Stadium. You don't want to miss it. And then, yeah, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to have our morning scramble on Tuesday. Same time here on the Arizona Cardinals Twitter account. The Morning Scramble presented by Verizon Wireless. We'll catch you guys next week.